0: BLOB TALK RADIO Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio and this show is a celebration of baby boomer women who are embracing life as we grow older. But with many of us sheltering in place, you can really use a good read that's going to lift your spirits and inspire you to make the most of these special years despite what's going on now. And our guest today, Barbara Rosebrooker, has penned just such a book. Barbara is an age activist, a teacher, an author, and a poet who is a passionate believer in the fact that you can do and accomplish anything you want at any age. Her latest novel is the story of a very feisty 68-year-old who refuses to give up on her dreams, stands up to the Hollywood bigwigs, and searches for love, all in one supercharged tale of resilience and ultimate triumph. It's called Love Sometimes, and I can't wait to hear more. So welcome. Welcome, Barbara.
1: Oh, thank you, Eileen, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. (laughs) I'm so happy to be
0: here with you. Well, I have to say, the introduction doesn't even begin to compare with the wonderful story you share and love sometimes. And it truly is a call for we boomer women, for women in this generation to. you know, really refuse to give up on our dreams, no matter what our age or circumstances. Absolutely. And speaking Absolutely. of age and circumstances, you have a story to tell about your own history. So tell us a little bit about your background and what inspired you to write Love Sometimes.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, I'm 83, and I want to be a movie star, I always say, <laughs> which is my, I really do, and I'm working on it, which is my motto that anything can happen at any age. And, and you know how people say age is only a number? Well, it's not only a number. It's who you are individually, because you could have 10 people in a room who are 60, and each one approaches life differently, and that's what it is. And as far as what inspired me to write this book, well, it's my 13th novel, and it's been a long journey, a very bumpy journey, um, exciting, and Each book I've done since 1987, uh, with my first novel, has been really inspired by ageism, believe it or not. And then, ageism wasn't even discussed. I mean, women, women were either supposed to be married and taken care of, and not do anything. It was a whole different generation, actually. Uh, Many, all the generations were were different. It's, it's a little bit different now. But anyway, that's what inspired me, and I got very tired of the ageism. So by the time I got to 80 or my late 70s, I thought and had been through Hollywood and options for TV series and movies, and they would always take my main... Characters, my protagonists, who were always between fifty and seventy five and they would make them twenty something or they would make them you know a t- young, they even made her an avatar uh, oh, anything can you can you believe? Anything but her real age, because they would say no one wants to read about an old woman having sex or falling in love or this or that or the other thing. And so I got really angry about it, and that's why I wrote Love Sometimes, actually, because it is all about an inside view of the Hollywood networks and the media and the industry and their approach to ageism. That's kind of my history.
0: Well, Barbara, and I mean, my goodness, uh, you, like you say, this is your 13th book, and you have written, and I know, uh, from what you told me, endured a number of ups and downs dealing with Hollywood, and as you say, options and things like that, but I think if I might, before Love Sometimes came out, if I'm accurate yes. and correct about maybe your best known book was the viagra diaries yes so yes. Is, is this a, how does this differ and was writing the love uh, sometimes a different take on things from the viagra diaries so share a little bit more about that aspect too. oh great
1: question and thanks for asking me because i really want to talk about that i wrote the viagra diaries in my i guess i was 74, something like that, and that's when I got angry. I thought, I'm going to write about a woman who's 70-something looking for love, and that was the basic premise of the whole thing. So I wrote the novel. It took a couple years, as they all do, and I couldn't sell the novel every single publisher and agent said, nobody wants to read about a woman that age, even though we like the book. Nobody wants to read. To make a long story short, I self-published it, and an agent in New York picked it up, and Simon Schuster bought it, and it was published. And then HBO picked it up, and it was ready to be a a a TV series with Goldie Hawn and so forth and so on, and I was very excited, of course. I thought, at last it's getting out there. Only, of course, my 70-year-old Annie Applebaum, my main character, became a 40-something interior decorator (laughs) And the whole thing, to make a long story short, that fell apart, and then other networks picked it up, and they did the same thing. One made her a cook, one made her a driver, one made her this, but she was always, like, 30 or dumbed down and aged down and just different, and they all fell apart, and... I got really, that's when I got really, really upset and angry. And I took lots of notes during my Hollywood meetings and productions and all the things. And I thought, okay, I'm going to write a novel about Hollywood and their view on age and the ageism that really exists in the inside world. And I'm going to write about it, and I'm going to write about a woman who inside is really fighting for her own authenticity as an artist and identity while she's fighting ageism and also falling in love in a very controversial uh, love story so that's how love sometimes came about but one thing eileen you won't believe here i am 83 well guess what the viagra diaries is finally in development for a TV oh, series with, oh my with Aaron Starr, who wrote Sex in the City. And he's, he's truly, truly, he's so wonderful, actually. And I, I can't give the details yet because they're still involved in development and negotiations, but it is going to be a big thing. And I will tell you that Meg Ryan is, is committed to the project as well. So I guess if you stay on your path of dreams long enough and you fight for what you believe in and you don't give in to the age myth, things will happen. (laughs) Well, oh, Barbara! <clears throat> well,
0: that is such exciting news. Congratulations for that! Thank and you. I want our listeners to, to know too that again, the story of love sometimes does refer back to a lot of what you were just mentioning about the Viagra yes. Diaries and your own journey. And really, when you said, "Don't give up on your dreams," and you can do it, you just need to stick with it. That again is <clears throat> really refers back to the inspiration I mentioned at the beginning, because this book is is about is a fictional thing, but it will. I think any boomer woman out there should read this book because, you know, we can get down at sometimes dealing with ageism and things like that. But this book is a triumph, Barbara.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh, thank you, Eileen. And you know the, the other thing, yes, I do write about what they did to the Viagra Diaries. So in a way, Love Sometimes is a sequel. It's a continuum of the viagra diaries even though the protagonist has a different name it's years later so yes that has happened and i'm hoping i'm hoping it will inspire other women whether they're writing books or creating a new garden or or a cookbook or whatever whatever their purpose is it will inspire them not to give in to the age to be segregated because i think a lot of women, and I found myself doing it. I still have to fight it. You give in to the the number, to the stereotyped image of the number. Like I'll think, oh my God, I'm 83. I better not do this, or I better do this. No, you're 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 a person who's growing, just like a rose grows on a rose bush for a certain amount of time, and there shouldn't be a number. And so I really sincerely believe anything and everything is possible, Uh, even though I wear turtlenecks to cover my jowls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Barbara>. <laughs> well, you know. there are some
0: things That we just have to put up with that, just have to. <laughs> But yes, the spirit The flesh might dangle a bit But the spirit can still <laughs> Lift up there, right, Barbara? <laughs>
1: Absolutely, yeah There's a lot of dangling and things and yeah, that's, that's another issue, too That I try to bring up as a theme Is I do believe that our current culture um, Concentrates uh, equates age with appearance. And it age is not about appearance. It, it really is not. It's an inner thing. It's an inner growth. And by the way, I'm not against product, even though ageism has become a product to me. It's become a designer drug. Uh, I'm not against looking better and feeling the best you can and all of that. What I'm against is... The message, the anti-age message, that really bothers me because it affects teenagers, not just someone over 50 or 60 or 70. I, I I meet young women in their early 30s who are mutilating themselves. I've met them in Los Angeles and and all over actually, and they're mutilating themselves because they have the message they're not okay unless they look a certain way, and there's more emphasis on the outer instead of the inner, and I find that sad. I I, I yeah. and, and a bad message, not a good message. And how can we? How can we as women? Um, help fight that. And that's why I have the Age March. That's why I founded the Age March, which I just want to say is my dream. AgeMarch.org is my dream that thousands and thousands, like the Women's March, will march globally to celebrate age pride at any age, every race, every gender every sexuality, that we will all be one person, not segregated, not age segregated by number, off to the right, off to the left, you're here, you're there. I mean, I have people ask me if I'm in assisted living all the time, and why aren't I? They demand to know. Well, I don't want to be, and I'm fine the way I am, but that's not to say that someone else shouldn't be. But it's that stereotyping that's, that's, so
0: terrible so Barbara I I, I'm sorry I'm interrupting but I just want to say you see you truly are inspirational look at all these things you're doing and really in support of women everywhere and please finish your thought I just had to sneak that in there
1: oh I appreciate you saying that so much because it's hard it's hard to get that response because I do believe that women all over the country in different parts of the country are still so ageism is inbred into them. They, they really lose their sense of confidence and, and purpose, and they become an esteem, and they become marginalized. And instead of looking into themselves, and their own talents, because everybody has talent. Anyone can write and publish a book. Anyone can do anything they want. It, it, but everyone has a different, a, you know, purpose and destiny and fate. But how to change that message? I think is the only way that we as women can do this. I mean, look what you're doing. I I think you're not only an author. But you have this wonderful show where you're allowing women to have their voices and opinions. This is so important, so important to get the message out there because otherwise. It's hard to it's hard to get it out there, you know. That people will say, "Oh, well, it's okay for her to say she's on TV talking about it. She's she, you know, she's able to write books." But I, you know, I have six children. I have to take care of her. What? Yeah. And you know that. And and the thing is, this is a message. We all have our hard journeys. It may look easier from the outside, but believe me. Trust me, it's not. <laughs> but I think I think it's the purpose, the purpose and, and the self-esteem that we need. I just want to say one thing. I couldn't sleep the other night during this corona. I've been addicted to watching the news, and I happened to watch an interview with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I, she is, what, 94, I believe, and talk about inspiration she's not only so confident and beautiful in her own way it's her confidence and her message and she doesn't give a hoot about age and but she cares about ageism which is something that i feel is is just as bad now maybe i shouldn't say this because there's nothing worse than racism which still exists on our in our culture but aging yeah. is just as bad because we're defining people by their age by their number and it's it's just a horrible thing we're going to be these little robots walking around in the future oh, yeah <laughs>
0: well Barbara you are doing your part uh, both by speaking out in a, in a real world way and also writing these wonderful stories of women who do refuse to allow their age to stop them from things so unfortunately yes. we're running short on time so I just want to make sure our listeners uh, know. I know you've got a website and you've got a podcast and of course you just mentioned you have launched the first ever Age March so you've got a number of websites tell our listeners where they can find out more about you your work and of course get their own copy of love sometimes and your other great novels
1: oh thank you well the bookstores are all closed now because of the corona but you can go on amazon.com target.com all sites and orders of books i hope you'll read love sometimes and you can meet me on barbarrosebrooker.com you can see my latest appearances on local and national TV and you can see the inside edition segment where I'm the first 83-year-old candidate to be on the new senior bachelor show
0: yes (laughs) and you talk about inspiring (laughs)
1: yes and they're still interviewing me and and you can also please go on agemarch.org i am getting almost a thousand signups uh, just since oh. Love Sometimes has been out, of women from all over the country, and then their emails are sent to me through Wix, and I will send them notes. And so you oh, can you reach me that way. And I'll give my phone number for texting or calling, 415 509 4207. And I hope to hear from all your wonderful listeners, Eileen. And thank you so much.
0: Well, Barbara, this has been a delight. I've been looking forward to this interview. It it did not disappoint. I wish you all great success with this fabulous book, uh, Love Sometimes. Uh, Again, I've read some of your other books, and they are also equally wonderful, but this is kind of the summation of a lot of things, I think, that went on in your life, and you're going on to inspire those of us with this great story. Uh, So please, everyone out there, check out Love Sometimes. Check out Barbara's various websites. Uh, I know you're going to keep well entertained, and also her work is going to help you fire up your own sense of passion at this time and while you're at it don't forget to go out there and show the world just how feisty and fabulous a woman over 50 can be this is mary eileen williams at feisty side of 50 radio saying i'll catch you next time bye-bye
1: and you're fabulous thank you